Welcome to Spend, Donate, Invest, a podcast at the intersection of social justice and personal finance. Let's talk about how we can spend, donate, and invest more in line with our values. Today's letter is about socially responsible shopping. So here's the letter. My twin says that socially responsible shopping is just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Okay, so your twin's a skeptic. Uh, And I think it's good to keep skeptics around. But what's funny about it is your twin's attitude might be a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, at least as far as socially conscious purchasing goes. So people who think the world is getting better are more likely to shop consciously. 58% of optimists versus 42% of pessimists. And what's even more interesting is that the lowest percentage of socially conscious shoppers are the people who think the world is pretty much the same as it's always been. (laughs) So 34% of those folks shop consciously. And that research is according to Good Must Grow in partnership with Supportive Research Solutions. Uh, The sampling was provided by Dynata. I'll include the link to the data in the show notes. So I'm not sure if this is a chicken or egg situation. You know, does shopping consciously make you more hopeful about the future because you're taking action? Or does feeling hopeful empower you to try to make changes like shopping consciously? I'm not sure. As an aside, if you had a COVID-19 diagnosis in the past year, you're also much more likely to shop consciously. And as many studies have pointed out before, people ages 18 to 34 are more likely to shop consciously as are women. But I guess your question is getting at whether or not socially conscious shopping makes an impact. I think it might. There are lots of surveys where consumers have made it clear that they care about a company's practices and that it's one of the most important drivers in their decision to buy. And I'll include some of those links in the show notes below. Although I think the real proof might be in where consumers actually shop, not where they say they'll shop, but where they actually end up shopping. And they are buying from companies who have clearly stated missions to be socially responsible. You could think about specific companies like Tom's Shoes, who donate a pair of shoes every time you buy a pair. So there are shoes on the market, the same quality, that are much cheaper. But still, many, many, many consumers prefer to buy Tom's. And companies that have taken a stand can sometimes transform entire industries. Think about the skincare and cosmetics industry. We've seen the conversation go from a few companies championing the fact that they stopped testing products on animals to it being pretty common for companies to make it clear to consumers that they've stopped testing on animals and stopped using ingredients derived from animals. I remember the first time I saw the word vegan on a bottle of lotion, and nowadays it's not at all unusual. Movements like this put pressure on all companies in the industry. If you look at the fashion industry, there has been a real conversation about the harms of so-called fast fashion and the inexpensive, lower-quality clothes that are 
almost created as disposable garments to last only one season before disintegrating. So thrifting your clothes was not a widespread in the 80s or 90s or even the early 2000s. When I was a kid, thrifting was seen as a marker that you couldn't afford to buy the new stuff. Not that you valued the quality of long-lasting clothes or that you were conscious of the environmental impact of needlessly buying new. And things have changed so much in the past decades. Thrifting is widely viewed in the U.S. as environmentally conscious and a way to demonstrate your own creativity and identity. More and more brands have popped up that are committed to sustainable manufacturing methods, including recycled fibers and reducing the environmental impacts in other ways, too. At the same time, there's still a fledgling conversation about the working conditions for the people who make the clothes we buy and wear. There are even apps now where you can scan a garment and find out its sustainability score. Companies wouldn't do this if they didn't see that consumers were willing to pay for it and often to pay more for it. So yeah, there is some value in spending your dollars consciously with companies that are committed to social responsibility. It's not the entire solution by any stretch of the imagination, but it's something. So if you're given the choice between two products, if you know that one company is a better global citizen than the other, and you can afford to make the more socially responsible choice, then go for it. So, what do you think? Have you found other ways to tackle this quandary? Or do you have a different question? If you ever have a question about how you spend, donate, or invest, or anything else related to doing good with your money, send it in and I'll do the research, ask experts, and share what I find out. Check out the show notes for the email address to send in your questions. If you think there should be more conversations like this, please write a review for this podcast on iTunes. This is the biggest support you can provide this podcast. If you're too busy, please just leave a rating. And of course, please share this episode with anyone who you think might find it interesting. Thank you.